This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Here in the Storm Center, here's your host, Langston Johnson. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Storm Center Sports Pod. I almost said football. It is not <laughs> even close to football. No, it's not even not, not even, even remotely. On this edition, special edition, have a guest for the first time in a while. Matt Bradley is joining us from the hockey team. Is joining us today. Also, have to give a shout out, John. Happy birthday, big guy. Thank you. The big big two one had to come in off fresh to death today. He's even got <laughs> wearing pants. So that's yeah, uh, it's a special occasion. Yeah, no shorts today. It's even a warmer day. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, it's hot out. Yeah, see, that's it's hot out. Nope, we went too far. He took it. We no. just one step too far. So, how you both doing today? Good. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. Uh, hard interview to track down. Uh, I'm doing. Obviously, I'm doing great. It's my birthday. So yeah, so I mean, you can't go wrong. It's can't go wrong. Obviously, your birthday. And All I right. get to podcast. There we go. On too, top of it. Yeah, I mean, what's better than podcasting on a birthday? Nothing. Yeah, that's true. Not much, anyways. It's true. Winning a million dollars is pretty close, though. That would be very nice, uh, but I don't see that happening. So yeah, That'd be a close second. Yeah, close second. I do like <laughs> podcasting. All right, uh, we're going to kick right into it. We're going to go straight in to basketball, starting with the women. And uh, over the last week, the women uh, actually lost a game, which is weird to say because they don't lose that many games. But starting off... On Wednesday, last Wednesday, uh, the women's team beat Kalamazoo by 50 points. Yes, they won by 50. Um, In that game, Kayla Wildman had 21 points. Shea Herbert had 11 points to go along with four rebounds. Uh, It was senior night. Senior night. I should have mentioned that. It was senior night. Katie Steers, uh, with the win, actually set her as the winningest a women's basketball player in Trine University history. So she came at the perfect time, being as the team was super good her freshman year, and then just kept on winning. Uh, and she f- ended up finishing the game with six points, six rebounds, four assists, and four steals. But she only shot the ball five times, and I was pretty upset with her. I let her know about it after the game. Like, dude, you're the only senior. It's your senior night. You're supposed to shoot 25 times. You're not supposed to pass. Yeah, we'll get to, we'll get to that in a minute. No, we'll get no, no, to that no, in a minute. no, no. You thought I shot a lot? <laughs> John, if I'm the only senior, I'm scoring 45 on 45 shots. You, oh, do you remember 100%. what Kobe did on his last game? Yeah. That would be me. That's that would what be, I would do. That would be you, 100%. That would 100% what I would do. But we'll, whatever, I digress. Um, also, in that in – that game, uh, Sophia Craig finished with 12 points off the bench, and Sam Underhill had 11. Um, John, did you work? Did you do that game? I did not. I was real. I did so much homework that day that I lost track of time because I wanted to go to that game. That's fair. And by the time I looked at a clock, it was like 9:30, and I was like, "Well, it doesn't matter. What happened? They won by 50, so it'd be like that sometimes. It do be like that, but I miss senior night, so I feel bad. Yeah." They won by 50. Uh, and then the women traveled to Hope on Saturday, which was essentially the conference championship right. was on the line. Uh, if 
Trine won. Uh, they would have a share, and I believe they they would have hosted. They would have hosted somehow. How? Um, the way Shea explained it to me is they had a better second half conference record. Oh, if they that's would have right. won. That's right. That's right. Because they got rid of the coin flip. Yes, that's right. It was they took it off the second half conference record. Each team plays both teams twice, and the second half of the conference season, Trine would have been undefeated, and Hope would have had one loss. Which have been to try and then they would have ended up hosting. But unfortunately, the women couldn't get done. Um, ended up losing 59 52 at Hope. Um, foul trouble really played a part. Katie ended up with four fouls. Shea Herbert also had four fouls. Um, but Tara Benowitz played really well. Uh, she had 21 points for the night. Uh, Kelsey Taylor had eight points. Uh, despite, despite having four fouls, uh, Katie Steer still had eight points, three rebounds, nine assists, and two steals. Um, not a lot to say. Um, well, actually, you could say a lot. You going to Hope and playing at Hope is always tough. Uh, that environment there is crazy. It's mostly old people, which is weird. It makes it a really weird environment. But they like pack the place. It's legit packed full of old people, and they get pretty excited, especially about the women's team. I guess they are really passionate about the women's team there. So, well, and the women's team is like number two in the nation, well, yeah, that, which is that plays a role. I forgot. Nuts. I should have mentioned that. Should yeah, have mentioned that they are one of the two undefeated teams in the country. But Dude. we've we've taken them to the wire both times. Yeah, I have. If we can get through game one in the conference tourney, which we have the bye for round one, but that first game, if we get through it, and hope gets through it. Everybody be, talks about how hard it is to beat a team three, three times, times in a oh, year. Yeah. Oh, we talk about that all the time. That's why we lost last year in our championship game because it's impossible to be a good team three times. That's what we say. So, uh, the women, like John said, the women have the bye. So, the way they do the conference tournament now for basketball, um, there is there are six teams that make it first and second seed, get a bye uh, from the first round, which is played on a Tuesday. Three and four, uh, three plays six, four plays five, three and four host games at their place, and then whoever wins travels to the first place team's site, which in the women's case is at Hope, and I hope that made sense because that's a lot. It's kind of, I don't know, it's not that complicated, but it's kind of a lot to explain if you don't understand it. Um, so basically the women have a bye for their that Tuesday game. Um and we'll play on Friday at 5.30. Yeah, they play a game at 5.30. So um, that'll be interesting to see how they do. Um, they finished this regular season overall at 20-5, and five, uh, which is only losing five games in a season. This would be so nice. But moving over to the men's side, um, we did the opposite of what the women did. We lost our first one. At Albion on uh, on Wednesday, and it was a tough game. Uh, they actually ended up clinching uh, the MIAA first place. They ended up clinching first place in the tournament uh, with that with that win against us. Ended up being 66-62. Um, Jake led us in scoring. He had 16 points, hit three threes, and uh, made three free throws and. He had our last six points. Huge, huge, huge game for him. Just he's been struggling, and just to see him hit some shots is always really refreshing. Brent Cox also had 10 points in that one, and Mitchell Geller came off the bench and played phenomenal. 
he had 11 points and four rebounds. Foul trouble was definitely a problem for us. We had one, two, three, four guys with at least three fouls, and three of them had at least four. Uh, so that was a tough one. But uh, like John said, it's really tough to beat a team three times. So hopefully if we can get there and play and play them on Friday, which I'll get to that in a second, uh, we'll be able to take them down. Then senior night, senior day, I guess it was at 3 o'clock, so senior day um, against Hope. Ended up winning 73-59 in, in that one. Uh, Maurice Hunter had 12 points. Marcus Winters had 16 points, four rebounds. Also had two steals. Uh, and off the bench, Mitchell Geller again played really well, had 12 points and four rebounds. Uh, also got to see a little Jason Clune action. For hasn't hasn't been able to get in there as much this year, but it was definitely nice to see him go in there and score. Almost hit, almost hit a nice little step back three. Would have made the place go absolutely crazy. I was already getting out of my seat. I was calling the game, and I mean, people just start chanting, "We want Jason," and I'm trying to figure out what they're saying. And I finally pick up on it, and I start pumping my fist along with it. And I was like. Because, I mean, for those who don't know, Clune was my RA freshman year alongside this. I was not the RA. No, I was just alongside this goofy Langston Johnson kid that was his roommate. Yep. Um, but so it was. it's always a treat getting to watch him play because, you know, he puts in a lot of work and he's a really smart player and all that. But, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't get, the, doesn't get the chance sometimes. So it was cool to see him get in there. Got to see the pump fake. Got yep. to see a reverse layup, yep. and he pulled a three in. I wish that would have gone in because oh, that place would have went bananas. I wanted it to go in so bad. I wanted it so bad. So um, as far as our side of the conference is concerned, we ended up finishing in fourth place uh, in the conference, 14-11 overall. Um, we are in fourth place, so we host a game against the number five seed, which, which is Alma. Um, and we play them tomorrow or Tuesday, the 25th. The day that you guys will hear this because it's the day this goes out. It's Tuesday. Okay. So you will hear this on Tuesday. Yes. Oh, because Josh isn't Josh here. Josh isn't here. Yes, right. that's right. So we will hear this. Oh, we have like a producer. Josh is our producer. Josh is our producer. Yeah. He's our distributor. Yeah, whatever. Well, well let's just say producer because it producer. sounds cool. Like, yeah. It makes it sound more official. Our producer. So, uh, so then today, I guess, uh, we play Alma. And if we win, when we win, we will travel to Albion to play Albion on Friday. And that game will be at, I think it's at 7.30. There's two games. Uh, it'll be at 7.30, so we will get to take on the one-seed Albion. If we win that, we play on Saturday. And we'll take on whoever wins between Calvin and, I don't know, Calvin's the second seed, so whoever is whoever they I think Adrian's the three seed, aren't they? Yeah, Adrian's the three seed, and I think Hope is the six seed, so it's between those two. Y'all so, got some unfinished business, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean. A lot like, of unfinished business. Like I said, it's very tough to beat a team, a good team three times. I would like to say that we are a good team. I would I would like to. I mean, you guys, you guys definitely showed it on Saturday. Yeah, I felt like we played really well. So, yeah, that is, that's, that's from the basketball side. It's really starting to wrap up here. We're getting close to the end. Which is weird. I just want to say, I know I texted you that day, but I just, again, I want to say thank you to you and all the other seniors. It's been a blast watching you guys play, being friends with you guys. It's been, it's been awesome. Thank you. Hey, we appreciate it. 
We appreciate it. It's always uh, it's been fun. It's been definitely been an interesting four years, but you know, just being able to play, being able to say that you're played four years as, as a college athlete is most people don't make it that far. Yeah, so, it's incredible. Yeah, definitely is. So, yeah, that's what I got for basketball. All right, go get to class, sir. Yep, I gotta go get out of here. <laughs> I'll see you guys next, next week. week. Next week, give it up for Langston Johnson. Nope. 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 We're, not up. We're gonna clap it up for him. Um, so now moving on to track and field, they will participate in the MIAA indoor championship this weekend on Saturday, the 29th men's volleyball dropped two tough matches this past weekend, three to nothing against Fontbonne and three to one against St. Joseph. And then they have a busy spring break coming up, traveling to Vassar, Baruch and Mount St. Vincent women's hockey. They went out on a winning note two-game win streak as they sweep Finlandia on senior weekend. Natasha Sturbiak had two goals in game one. Aaron Isaacson had a goal, and so did the captain, Emily Moore, as Trine goes on to win 4-2. to two. Molly Scarborough picking up the win. <clears throat> then in game two, the offense exploded for nine goals. Emily Moore added two more goals to the weekend total. Brandy Wilson had two goals. Aaron Isaacson, McKenna Thompson, Sierra Westner, Teresa DiMaggio, and Kaylee Cameron also had goals. The women end the season 9-10-4 and 5-9-2 and and in conference. And then men's NCAA went to Lake Forest for round one of the Harris Cup playoff for the uh, NCHA, which is a conference. And won game one, 5-4 in overtime. I guess that game was crazy. They fell behind 1-0 with four minutes left in the first period. And then Brandon Prappas tied it up with a minute left in the first. And then Lake Forest went up two goals. In the second period, leading three to one, heading into the into the third, and then we tied the game. Ended up going to overtime and a four to four tie, and then in overtime, Frank Trezera with the game winner. Thunder go up one game. Lake Forest would take game two, three to one, and Trezera again found the net, having the only Thunder goal. So then they had to play a mini game, which is one period, 20 minutes, and Garrett Halford about halfway through the period with the goal, Brent Young, shuts him out the rest of the period. Thunder move on. They take on Adrian Friday, Saturday, Saturday, the 29th, 28th, 29th. One of those. One of those two. Um, but they're moving on. Last year they made the playoff. This year they're moving on in the playoff. They didn't make it last year. Mm-mm. I think no. this is the first year. It's pretty big. It is big. First year in the playoff, moving on like that. It's awesome. My information sucks sometimes. It's okay. And then D2, they're heading to the ACHA Regional as a four seed. They play Grand Valley on Friday, the 28th, who they just recently dropped a game to, but that D2 team is tough as nails. I don't expect that to happen again. And I'm sh- I know for a fact that they don't. And then D3 this past weekend... You guys had a tough one, Mr. Matt Bradley. We did. We did. We lost to Miami in our conference playoffs, but it was a good year, so yeah, build on. Really good year. Is that the first year you guys have made conference? Uh, I mean, they we qualify for conference automatically, but uh, this was the first year, I think, that we were projected to have like a little bit better of a year, so we got a lot to build on. Got a lot to build on, and obviously you had – you had a really good year. I mean, coming in as a freshman, I had class with you, and you're like, oh, yeah, I play hockey. And I was like, oh, another hockey player. Woohoo. <laughs> but, you know, watching 
watching you guys play. That team had a lot of talent this year. Oh, yeah. You guys was, were a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it was – we had a lot of freshmen, and we had a lot of uh, great leaders within the program. I mean, just going to give a little shout-out to, like, Jordan Smith and the what we call Big Cooch. They let us immensely. I mean, when you have a young group like that, you can't really expect to learn that much in one year. So that was good from that aspect. Yeah, I mean, I've always – been a fan of the ACHA D3 team. I had uh, English comp my freshman year with Jacob Yale. Oh, so, yeah. Yale's a great guy. So I, I kind of got roped into the D3 game early. Yeah, Yale's a great guy. But, yeah, I mean, it's always just because you guys, I mean, you guys play hard. You guys play like it's an NCAA D3 game. So, I mean, it, obviously, it's always fun to watch. You led the team in points this year and goals. I mean, I know we talked about it in class, but what's the deal with the black tape on the stick? It's more just like a preference. I mean, you can either go white or black, but black, it's like a myth that kind of hides the puck better. So, I mean, whatever small advantage you can get, I guess. Any small advantages. Coming straight from the mouth of probably one of the best goal scorers I've seen. I mean, Brandon Bornkamp, my freshman year, he was really good. Um, Zay Crawford mm -hmm. was crazy last year. But I think just the different variety of ways – different variety? The, in the variety of ways you can score because you can score in close. Like you've got the stick handling, the finish in close. But you can also, it feels like, put the puck anywhere you want. I mean, I appreciate that. But I got to credit a lot of it to, like, my teammates. I mean, there's – a lot of the goals I have this year were more my teammates feed me in positions and help me get to the spots that I'm able to find the twine, as we call it. Find find the twine. So, obviously, you know, athletes try to pick up one a new thing each year in the offseason. What do you think you're going to focus on most going from your freshman year, gaining all the knowledge this year, and what are you going to apply that to to work on for next year and get ready? I would say strength. I mean, being a freshman, you come in and you kind of know, like, these guys have been grinding just as much as you have, but they just have that more mature body compared to out of high school, kind of sit, sitting on your butt over the summer. So getting out in the weight room and applying myself a little bit more. Uh, what's been your favorite What's been your favorite memory this year? I got to say the road trips. I mean – High school hockey was fun in Michigan and all, but you don't get the hour road trips with the boys or, like, the overnights in the hotels, just kind of bonding as a team. And, I mean, college hockey's fun and all, but at the end of the day, you're hanging out with a group of guys that all has the same goal. So that was probably my favorite memory. Um, so obviously, kind of working our way. We're bouncing around here, but take me through that game on – Friday, Saturday. Saturday, on Saturday, because you guys, it was kind of, it was kind of a strange game. I mean, you guys fell behind to start, mm -hmm. and then you scored a tie it, and then they come right back and put themselves up a goal, and then I believe, right? Yeah, it was, it was back and forth. I mean, playoff hockey is always going to be more back and forth. You never know really what's going to happen, and momentum swings can kind of propel the game one direction or the other, and it was just. We weren't able to finish a couple places. They got lucky on a couple. One of their goals was kind of in the air, whether it went in or not. But, I mean, playoff hockey's playoff hockey. Just the atmosphere was great, and it was fun to play. Yeah, was that 
the one that was kind of debatable about, about if it went in. That's the one that hit the post, yeah, right? Yeah, the post. Yeah, yeah, it hit the post and came right back out, and I wasn't sure. Yeah, it was a weird angle, but yeah, can't argue it now, I guess. Can't argue it now. You had you had a lot of responsibilities as a freshman. I oh, mean, yeah. you were on you were on the power play, you were on the penalty kill, uh, playing center, which I've talked to Coach Hoffman mm-hmm. from the women's team. NCAA team. And he said that putting a freshman as a center is tough because they have so many responsibilities, obviously handling face-offs, but defensive coverages and stuff. So what what is it like kind of being given the keys a little bit as a freshman? I mean, I I liked it. Just kind of my personality is kind of go with the flow. But if I can control it, I'll control it. But, I mean, again, like I got to relate it back to the upperclassmen. I mean, it's – staying after practice and help like talking with them about okay where should I go here in this scenario so it's just kind of putting in a little bit of extra work and maturing a little bit more than planned yeah I mean you didn't in my eyes I know it's it's been well documented that I kind of know hockey but I don't know hockey the greatest <laughs> yeah I mean you definitely it looked like you played beyond your years you looked like you were playing as like a junior or thank you a, you know sophomore junior definitely Definitely very talented. Going, I'm very excited to watch you going forward. Um, obviously, good friends off the ice. As a <laughs> oh, text yeah. was sent about ten minutes before we walked in here. Hey, oh, yeah. you want to come podcast? But what are so we talked about your goal for next year? Is another goal is is it to continue playing for ACHA D three or are you trying to get moved up to D two or? I would say um. Like, at this moment in time, the D2 program's absolutely amazing. I mean, they've got guys that have played high-level hockey. They're goals, like, they're just amazing players, amazing people. So I think it's just go with the flow. I mean, Coach Mays has got a great opportunity in Pittsburgh, so they got to find a new coach there. And I think another year maturing would definitely help. But, I mean, whatever happens, happens. So very, we'll see. Very go with the flow. Any other stup- stupor- Any other superstitions you have besides oh, kind of yeah. – because the black tape's kind of a superstitious thing. But any other ones you have? I know about the mouth guard. Oh, yeah. I uh, I got the mouth guard in. I chew on that. Kind of keeps my mouth shut from running. And then uh, always go right skate first. Pretty much right like right side of the body first because start off on the right foot, end on the right foot. Uh, pre-game. Are you ta- you're talking like – Tight, uh, tying your yep, skates. Yeah, tying my right skate, putting my right shin pad on first. Just always start right. And then pregame, me and a couple buddies go to Village Kitchen. A little sponsorship for the Village Kitchen. Get a spaghetti, <laughs> nice spaghetti with uh, mashed potatoes about two and a half hours before. Uh, get to the rink, kind of watch whatever's going on, get a nice stretch. So there's a lot that goes into it. There's a lot that goes into it. A couple yeah. handshakes. A couple handshakes. I do remember um, – in speech class when we talked about it, and you talked about going to Fazoli's. Oh, yeah, high school hockey. Every game, <laughs> me and three other of my friends would go to Fazoli's, and I would get panay pasta with meat sauce. And then I, you were sitting in creative writing, and you're like, wait, there's Fazoli's in Indiana? <laughs> yep. Um, okay, so the game Saturday was watching as you guys left the ice after warm-ups before you came out for the opening lineups and stuff. Have you ever been that guy that, you know, you try to – kind of fight the other guy to be the last one off the ice are you have you been that guy like in high school and stuff and how good are you at rock paper scissors because it looks like you have to be pretty good yeah there's actually so growing up i would always go to like red wings games or so like a professional hockey game with my dad and i would always laugh at like 
the people last on the ice, I'm like, why would you want to get off the ice early? Like, I'm I'm a really I'm hockey rat. My dad calls me. So going into the year, I was like, I'm definitely going to be that guy. But then my role as a freshman came in and kind of got to let the seniorities come into play. So, but yeah, that's definitely my personality in hockey is lasting on the ice. That's your home ice. So yeah. So who was it that Saturday game? That Big did- Cooch. Big Cooch. Yep. Okay. Captain. Him and Jalan play rock paper scissors typically and big cooch usually wins captain cooch captain oh yeah um what's your favorite celebration to do because i know you like to do the bone arrow i got the bone because that's uh if you ever go to an acha d3 hockey game or a hockey game that matthew bradley is participating in i try to sit in the same spot and i try to tell him hey if you're gonna score a goal score it at my end that's a go-to because he'll come he'll come jumping the boards right in front of you uh well in front of me so sit by me but the bow and arrow seems to be your favorite. It is. I like that one. Or I got, uh, you can like go to a knee, touch the ice. That's always cool. I mean, if you're not if you're not celebrating when you score, I mean, there's not really a point. So like, some people don't like it, but <laughs> it just makes the game more a little bit more fun. So yeah, I mean, you got to play the you you definitely play the game with the energy of a kid. Like oh yeah, absolutely. all the celebrations because that's I mean I 100% I'd be doing that. Like, yeah, absolutely. If, if I could, you know, skate. <laughs> I can't I can't skate. Open skates are ugly. But no, I just it's been it's been awesome watching you play and the whole D three team, obviously. Like Oh yeah, great group I had, of guys. I've had class with Jordan Smith before and another oh, yeah. just a super good, super cool kid. I was hoping he'd score a goal. He had a couple of opportunities. Yep. But he, he played a lot more of like a locker room role. I mean on the ice he's a great player. No like get up and on the ice really fast, but the more behind the behind the scenes with Jordan is just amazing. I mean Again, a lot of our team was freshman this year, and he stepped up in a big way, kind of helping us grow and being like that mediator for our emotions because a lot of us were young. and Yeah, and I mean, that seems like, obviously, I only had one class with him, and it, was, it wasn't a ton of interaction, but that seemed like a really good level-headed guy to learn mm-hmm. from. And I mean, obviously, with D3, emotions do run high. I mean, we saw that in the Miami game. There's a lot of pushing and shoving oh, yeah. and talking and nice you know a lot of yeah saying nice things to each other hey nice shot buddy but you know it it gets heated and there's fights obviously because it's hockey it's gonna Mm -hmm. happen um i made fun of you for it a lot in that speech class for not hitting anybody yeah so i think that was huge um watching that miami game because you did you threw the body around a little bit a couple times times. i mean there was a stick Definitely a couple plays where you separated a guy from the puck and, you know, made a positive impact with it. But is is there ever a time that you've gotten you've gotten the team or yourself in trouble trying to do that? I, I mean, I'm assuming the answer is no because of what, how, what we've talked about. Yeah, but. I would say more no. I would say more for me, it's more my mouth. <laughs> kind of if I get more mad, I kind of run my mouth a little bit. But my play style isn't necessarily physical. It's more skate around them, I like to say. But. So, yeah, that's not necessarily. Not necessarily. What is the worst thing that's come from you running your mouth in a hockey game? A penalty. I a, mean, a penalty. Are you, you haven't, for... no, nobody's punched you or anything? I mean, I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't say punch, but like a nice little shove or like well, get up happen. in my face. But I would say just more penalty. So nobody, nobody has punched you yet? Not yet. Hopefully not, that's keep that way. What did, what did you is it family friendly what you said I, I to mean, get the penalty? Just go, like cuss words. I mean, oh, okay. Nothing okay. special. Nothing special. You didn't tell the guy that like he smelled bad or anything. No, nothing oh, special. Okay. Just like 
small stuff. <laughs> just some small stuff. Did he go to the box too, or is it just you? Just me. Just me. Just, oh. Yeah. So. Was, Did you retaliate or instigate? Retaliate. Oh, see, that's retaliators what always get caught. Retaliation always gets you in trouble. All right, I think that's about all we've got time for today. Thank you. Thank you to the great Matt Bradley. Yep. Fun. Next guy. year, Acha D three show out. Show up and show out, Acha. I'm telling you, if you have not been to an ACHA game, you are severely missing out. Whether it's D two or D three, because both both programs are amazing. Both. I mean, the D three team has definitely picked it up. Obviously, hockey only started here three years ago, but you couldn't really tell that if you watched the product that's been out on the ice lately for every level. I mean, we talked about men's hockey, NCAA hockey earlier. Yeah, honestly, all of them. I mean, women's NCAA hockey, D2, D3, ACHA. The, the level of play is just incredible. You got teams have come so far in three years. I'm excited to watch what happens next year. Oh, yeah. We'll and, see. you know, if, if it's possible come back after the next couple of years when I get out of here and <laughs> yeah. come watch come watch some more because really is a good great thing we're building here. So I want to thank you guys for giving today a listen. Again a big shout out to Matt Bradley for popping in and skipping a meeting with his RA. <laughs> uh, follow us on Instagram at Trimstorm Center. Me on Twitter at the real John K underscore Langston on Twitter at Langlang underscore three. I went yeah, Lang Lang underscore three. You got a Twitter that you want to plug? I do, but I don't have it memorized, so we're all good. I don't. All, all my tweet, all my tweets are hockey related. So okay. Get in there, well, good. if you want to follow Matt Bradley yeah, just on Twitter, just look him up. <laughs> uh, have a great, have a great week, everybody. Have a well, you'll hear this on Tuesday, but have a great Tuesday. Talk to you next week. listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.